Holy fuck! That was diabolical! Welcome to the Diabolical 7, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the boys on Amazon Prime. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 2, Episode 7, the penultimate episode for Season 2 called Butcher, Baker, Candlestick Maker, which is cool and whatever. Um, I kind of like this episode. I, I, I kind of like it. It's got some problems still that have been repeating for the last seven episodes. It's got um, a lot of interesting stuff that's going on as well. I think that there's some massive differences between some of the plots and some of the quality of them and some of the character arcs and how things... Uh, how things are blending well together at certain points but then also just really really not at certain points as well um just again going back to i'm I'm going to continue to mention this until i don't think it's a problem anymore but too many characters structure problems i still think this show's got both of those uh granted we do lose a couple of people in this episode so we'll see how that sort of plays out um but yeah again just structure wise uh you've got a you've got a scene with lamplighter and uh Huey in this episode which lasts about 20 seconds which is just them going into this building i don't know why you couldn't just take that Put it in front of their later scene when they get into the main vault building. And then just go from there. Because I really did feel in this episode a bad uh, structure was still here again. In terms of like one scene, next scene, one scene, next scene. And you're just flipping between characters so rapidly. And um, you're sort of on one scene with one set of characters you flip over to Huey and uh Lamplighter and then 20 seconds later you flip over to another set of characters it's just it's jumping around too much and it it doesn't help uh with the pacing i feel like it actually hurts the pacing quite a lot in this episode uh you've got um Black Noir who's in this episode for 30 seconds Roughly, you've got a scene with him early on in the episode with him and um, Annie and Annie's mum where he's in the episode for about four seconds and then he's got a fight scene which lasts about 25 seconds or so. So it's just, it's just, it, it's not, it's, it's not working structure wise, it's just really not. But then on the other side of the equation... You've got some really, really interesting scenes with um, with Becca, with Stormfront. I think his name is Jack, the little kid, the the, the uh, Homelander's son. And there's just so much character depth there. There's so much potential there, and um, that was some of the stuff from the episode that I did really, really like. Uh, and there's was one particular line that sticks out to me in this episode. Which really highlights a lot of great character development for Homeland. Because Becca is kind of looking at the situation. Right. And she's trying to get Stormfront and Homelander kind of out of there. And she's trying to raise. Again I think his name's Jack. 
she's trying to raise Jack and do a great job. And Homelander kind of storms in there with Stormfront. No pun intended. I, I literally did that by accident. So, <laughs> um, he go he storms in there with Stormfront and like, oh, you should learn about this and that. And oh, you can watch my films. They're PG thirteen and they're fine for you and everything. And then flies off with Jack at the end of the ep- uh, not at the end of the episode. At the end of that particular scene, flies off with Jack, and Becca is left on her own because um, Billy's not there, Stormfront's not there, Jack's not there, Homelander's not there. But there's one particular line that really stuck out to me, which is uh, Homelander's talking to Becca outside, and he says to her, "I'm trying to, you know, do what I can with him," and then he says, "Because I don't want him to go through what I have gone through." That line alone was one of the best in the entire series, I thought, because Homelander is often looked at, both by certain characters in the show, such as Becca and Billy, as just this irredeemable arsehole, which he is, he very much is, you know, he's murdered people and done terrible things and turned the press to where they think he's a good guy. But you look at that and you think, okay, fair enough, like, yeah. You, you've seen kind of what Homelander's gone through a little bit. And you can kind of understand like um, with what Homelander's saying about Jack. About like oh he's living here and you know th- his neighbourhood is kind of fake and stuff. And he doesn't really know the outside world. And he says like oh he's going to be screwed when uh he goes to visit the real world because he's not gonna he's he's unfamiliar with 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 certain things um i'm guessing he's being homeschooled then as well but i think that was just such a great line to really point out that yes homelander is a destructive murderous asshole but we've really seen in the last couple of episodes like stormfront he's clearly formed a bit of a relationship there we'll see if either of them turn on each other later of course but he's tried to care about his son um and he doesn't want him to go through the same kind of thing which is not really knowing the outside world and he wants him to just live a bit more of a normal life which i i totally kind of get now am i saying that homeland is a good guy a good character whatever he's a great character to follow he's a, he's a phenomenal character to follow he's not a good guy i'm not trying to i'm not trying to say that like homelander's redeemed himself but i just thought that that line alone in this episode is one of the best that the show's ever done because it just gives this depth to like sure there's a lot of characters that homelander would just go in go and blast in the eyes or snap their necks of but he does care a lot about jack and you know if he doesn't care about you He'll kill you, and he, you know, with like we saw with Madison, I think that's her name, uh, from the season one finale, he was just done with her kind of thing. Um, so if Homelander doesn't care about, because he speaks in this episode as well, I don't know if some of you noticed about Huey, and he says like, oh, I want to go and just like rip his spine out of his body. If Homelander doesn't want you there and doesn't care about you, he'll just come and kill you, providing that he can also find you as well. So I just thought that that was a really, really great line as well. So that was good. Um, I'm really, really disappointed that they killed off um, Lamplighter. Now, this is based on a comic book. Because what I was going to go with there is this is based on a comic book. And he could kind of come back or whatever. But I, I, I think he's dead. 
I think he's dead. Now, some of you that have maybe read the comics or know that this happens to him, or I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what happens in the comics because uh, I haven't read them, as I've said before. Um, maybe something happens here, but I just thought that Sean Ashmore did a really great job. I really like Sean Ashmore as an actor. Uh, I've not seen him in too many things, but the things I've seen him in, he's done really well uh, as well. But um, you get the reasons behind it. He goes in there and he has just this moment of like, okay, I'm not in the statue thing and you know, with other stuff that's kind of going on. And just lights himself on fire. I just, I'm just, i just really, really disappointed that he's gone. And I get it. Sometimes you want to shock your audience a little bit. And you want to just do something a little bit unexpected. Um, so I'm not saying like, oh, it's it's uh, this makes the show worse or whatever. I'm just disappointed because... Well, because I cared about the character. And because I wanted to see more. And he was in the show for two episodes. And then... Yes, I'm going to go there again. Yes, you've got A-Train and The Deep who were just... I've just... I I, I forgot about them until they showed up. I do, it keeps happening every single episode since the start of this season. Um, or since pretty much since the start of this season. I kind of liked The Deep at the start of the season. Um, but uh, yeah, they show up, they're doing this, and I just let out like the biggest sigh when uh, the deep came on the screen. Um, because you've got Stormfront, you've got Lamplighter, you've got I think it's um, our name begins with B. The 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 woman who escaped from the soups hospital type thing, the one that's crushing people's heads with her hand. Uh, I'll get her name properly for the next episode, but um, she's much more interesting and just. I did forget in this episode until the Deep and A Trainer on the screen. I forgot they were here. I just, I really just did because you've got other stuffs going on that's so much more interesting. And uh, I'm, I, I'm just, I go, you know, I'm here to be honest and give you my honest thoughts and opinions, or opinion on the show, whatever. Uh, I'm just really disappointed that Lamplighter, to me, who was so much more of an interesting character, and Stormfront as well, but obviously Stormfront is uh, still alive. Um, you kill off Lamplighter and then Deep and A-Train are just sticking around doing something. And I just I just don't care about them. I, I can't bring myself to care about them. Um, so, yeah, that's just that's just disappointing to me. That's all. I'm not angry at the show. I'm not, you know, calling for the showrunner to get fired or anything like that. No, no, nothing like that. I understand that you've got to put some stakes into the show. And you, you're making a drama show at the end of the day. Uh, and I understand it, I get it, I'm just disappointed. But I'm disappointed because I cared about the character and I wanted to see more of him. So, uh, in, in in a way they've done a good job because they made me care about him as well. So, um, I suppose that's that's good. I'm just disappointed by the end result of that. So, there we go. Uh, but let's take a quick little break here. We'll go into some housekeeping and then we'll get into some more of the other parts of the episode. See you for that in a minute. Hey there, I'm Aaron Holman, host of Eye to Eye, a weekly podcast talk show all about passion. I have this passion and this fire within me that burns brighter than the fire around me. Hello. With performing, there's always a story to tell, whether it's my own or not. Creativity. I go, he's more than cute, he's creative. All with an LGBT twist. Make sure to check out Eye to Eye, that's E-Y-E, number two, letter I. And rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in today.
I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, the weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, what have we got for you here? Other podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, the Breaking Bad podcast is still continuing. Season 1, Episode 4. Uh, so we're still continuing to do that. The Season 1 podcasts are scheduled every week for Wednesday. So have a look out for those when they come out. So if you've not seen Breaking Bad, or if you want to rewatch it, or if you just want to listen to our opinions as we go through the first season, at least for the moment, uh, me and David uh, did a podcast for Breaking Bad. So you can look for that as well. But we are up to Season 1, Episode 4 so far. So you can have a look out for that. Uh, Don't skip rating for Stargirl. Me and and Robert both gave it the same rating. Not a must-see and definitely not a skip rating. uh, But we gave it a don't skip rating. Stargirl is available at the moment on the CW DC Universe. And I'm not sure if it's quite there yet, but it will be available on uh, HBO Max as well. If you are wondering where you can watch it in the UK, uh, it's available on, well, the same place as The Boys, Amazon Prime. So uh, that that's the, the Season 1 box set is all available and out to go and watch now. Uh, we did do a spoiler-free, spoiler-split uh, type podcast, uh, spoiler-free section at the start. So uh, you can check that out for DC's Season 1 of Stargirl. Gaming Talk this week talked about just a whole bunch of stuff uh call of duty modern warfare season six is out and i gave my my impressions on what's been updated for the season but not my actual thoughts on the maps and stuff because at that time i hadn't played any of season six uh so there was that um the pre-orders are now live for the xbox series x and series s and for the PlayStation 5, the all-digital version included. So we talked about all of that. We also talked about, um, speaking of Amazon as well, they're going to be doing a new game streaming service called Amazon Luna. And uh, me and Robert gave our thoughts on that as well. So you can have a listen to that. And just a bunch of different 
impressions and just lots of other stuff as well. Let's Play Sundays for Crash Bandicoot 4. This isn't for the main game, that's for the demo, that's for the second level of the uh, demo ones that they did so uh, you can have a look out for that second episode of analyzing television talking about the upcoming tv crash if you want to know what that is what that means and what's going on with that you'll find out more information on the podcast but as you can tell from possibly the uh, featured image for that there is just it's good to have options great to have lots of stuff around to watch but when does it become too much and when does that well crash television so to speak so I uh, talked about that for, sec- for the second episode of Analyzing Television. Uh, United cast May United beat Brighton 3-2 away from home. Uh, there is quite a lot to talk about for Manchester United at the moment. But uh, I'm going to wait until we've played Tottenham Hotspur on Sunday. So I'll either do a Sunday podcast or a Monday podcast uh, for that particular game. Because there's some transfer stuff happening. Uh, transfer deadline day will be on Monday. There's been uh, the 3-0 win against Brighton in the Carabao Cup. Uh, Champions League draw, just a whole bunch of stuff and I'll be talking about uh, some more of that on the next episode as well for the United cast analysing television, the first episode uh, talking about uh, US TV shows without UK homes and the deals that could be done to avoid that situation so I talked about that as well Uh, and then of course the boys podcast as well so uh, that's everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms Alright, um, let's talk about Billy for a minute, shall we? Uh, he goes to meet his dad in this episode, and his mum kind of lies to him, but sort of for good reason, I suppose, because she wants them to have a chat about what's going on. Uh, Billy is just clearly, clearly very angry at his dad in this episode. I really love the acting here from uh, Cole Urban. There's a particular shot when... Um, he goes to sort of strangle his dad and that his mum uh, breaks up the, the fight and everything. And Billy's just got this pure look of anger on his face. And uh, I thought it was interesting that we finally got a bit of, a little bit of context as to what Billy's dad is like. Um, because he talks about, you know, uh, I think it was when they were watching sports or something. And um, Billy said something about, oh, I, I would have been, I, I was gone for hours, but not like you ever noticed. So, seems very much like a dad who was just, he was a dad, but he was just never present. Never never there enough, never really very supportive. And um, it did add a it did add a good bit of context as to you know um, I think a couple of episodes ago when Billy was talking about like oh Kenny's cancer sort of hurry up and just get rid of him because he doesn't care about him so good bit of context added towards that so I thought that was really good for uh, Billy's character so uh, I enjoyed that that was well didn't enjoy it, it was a well told part of the episode so uh, that was good as well. Um, got a little bit more of Frenchie and Kimiko. I love their little um, sign language exchange on the roof there, uh, looking over this particular building. And uh, Kimiko does this gun sort of hand sign, and Frenchie's recognised that, and they're sort of communicating a bit better. Uh, two characters that I really care about and really really enjoy from this from this series. Uh, like I said last week with Frenchie, they're doing they're doing a lot more with him and. Um, yeah, he's one of my favourite characters in the show. So I uh, really, really like that. Um, but uh, again, a little bit with structure. Like that was, I don't mind. See, here's the difference, right? 
I said about structure. I've been saying about structure pretty much all season long for this show. Okay? You look at the scene between Lamplighter and Huey. Where it's the 20 second scene or however long it is. 30 seconds at the most. Of them going into this building. Talking quickly about college girls or whatever that was. Uh, Lamplighter uses his handprint. They get in the elevator. Scene's done. You can quite easily take that scene and attach it to the later one when they're actually in the building and then you can make it a longer, better structured scene. Okay? If you look at the later scene or the whenever it was in the episode, the scene between Kimiko and Frenchie. Okay? The scene's not that long, it's about I wasn't counting or whatever, about a minute, a minute and a half or so. It's pretty short, but it it does a lot for those two characters. It shows that they're getting on a bit better. It shows that Frenchie's learning a bit, a bit more of the sign language. Which is really really important to the character of Kimiko. And it just gives a lot of good development. And it's a good quick little scene. Now if I'm to just compare those two scenes. Because I'm talking about structure and scenes that are too short. That can be put in other places. What you've achieved there with the Kimiko and Frenchie scene. As opposed to the Lamplighter and Huey scene. Is just so much different. And. Yeah just. It, with, with the Frenchie and Kimiko scene. It just adds so much more to those characters. Um, so yeah. That's that's why that scene works a lot better. And is, is a lot better. Plus it is a lot longer. Than the uh, than the Lamplighter. And uh, Huey scene. So it's, it's, it's just better. Overall I think as well. So uh i don't know what to really add in terms of the deep and a train stuff i'm just looking through the characters and kind of going through them um still don't care about the deep and a train they could just disappear and never show up again and i'd never care um they could be killed off 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 screen or on screen i i i just i don't care um <laughs> they're just they're just not very interesting to me at all and uh, i'm not going to go on a long rant about it because i kind of did it last week and i don't want to sound too sort of repetitive but um I just don't care <laughs> so so uh yeah that's those two uh already talked about homelander talked about billy talked a little bit about annie as well uh, let's talk about the scene with you've got some stuff with queen Maeve and her girlfriend in this episode uh quite rightly so i think um the girlfriend of queen Maeve is a bit distraught, concerned about, you know, the, the airplane footage that got released and Queen Maeve had kind of been, you know, putting trouble through that and uh Maeve flips the table. And rightly so, her girlfriend kind of is scared of her because I think you would be in that scene. Uh she kind of walks out on her and then Maeve is with some guy later on and uh can't remember her name, but the other woman, the, the woman who's kind of PR in charge of the team or whatever, uh, she comes in and talks to them and then says like, "Oh, for once, can you act as a human?" Um, thought that was good. Thought that was pretty good. There's not too much there, but there's again, that's kind of it's a little bit different to the two scenes I just talked about because it's sort of like if you take Queen Maeve, you sort of make a setup scene, a better setup scene than what they did with Lamplighter and Huey. Uh, like the flipping of the table and the girlfriend being scared and that sets up some interesting things and then Maeve later on trying to sort of establish to that other woman about like how sort of 
I don't know how it how it's affected her, and you can see Maeve kind of crying in the scene. And I, thought, I I just thought it was fairly effective. Now I do think you could structure that slightly better, because um, again, that's one of the show's biggest problems at the moment is structure, too many characters, uh, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, but that's pretty much all the character stuff to talk about. Um, you know, Black Noir was in the episode for about 30 seconds, so there's not much to talk about there. I'd love to see more of Black Noir and to actually get some character development and to hear him speak would be would be kind of interesting, I suppose. So, uh, I, don't, I, I mean, whenever Black Noir comes on the screen, it's quite exciting because he's usually doing something quite interesting. So I will say that. Uh, but it's just not quite enough of him in the episode but still he's he's an interesting kind of cool character uh, i suppose i should finish off by talking about the actual end of the episode uh the guy that they meet goes in to do this court appeal sort of thing he's dead he gets his head exploded and then so does half a dozen people in the room now i was keeping track of who got their head exploded there was this one soup that was in there I don't think he, he was like a sort of red shirt type soup. Um, he had like an outfit on and you could tell that he was a soup. Um, or super or whatever. Uh, he gets killed but I don't recall seeing any major characters get killed. Other than the guy that Billy met with earlier in the episode. Um, good kind of cool explosive end to the episode. And it's funny because I said last week. Not in a complaining sort of way. In, in, in a sort of joking way. That the last two episodes. So the previous one and the one before that. We've had two big Homelander. Kind of endings to the episode. Excuse me. Um, And he was in that scene. But he wasn't the one causing the chaos. So I found that to be a good little sort of change of pace. Like he was still there. He was still involved in the big. The big climatic end of the episode, which the boys pretty much the boys pretty much always does now, doesn't it? Um, which is I I think I think quite a good energetic way to set up the next episode is to do something quite dramatic at the end of the current episode that you're watching. Um, so I thought that was interesting. We we know obviously who's doing that. I'm guessing it's the woman from um, the hospital place from from last week, the one that can kind of clinch her hand. And uh, explode people's heads. Because no one else. I don't think anybody else on the show can do that. As far as we're aware. Um, so uh, interesting bit of timing there. As well. That was that was quite interesting. A, li- a little bit convenient. Uh, in terms of going in favour of Homelander. Because uh, you can see that when the. Guy gets into the room. And uh, Billy's like. Oh you're screwed or whatever. Um, a, a little, a little bit of convenience there, but I don't, I don't mind. It was, it was used in an interesting way, so I thought that was good. Um, so yeah, that's this episode. We only have one more left for the season, which is that's absolutely flown by. I know we started with three, and uh, we've kind of fast forwarded a bit, fast forwarded a bit in terms of pace and whatever, uh, which I quite like. I, I do like that they started with three, and you can, you can kind of push things on for the for the start of the season. So I think that's good. Um. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on episode seven of season two of the boys. Um, just wanted to let, do a little update for next week as well. Uh, Robert is going to be joining me. Excuse me. Next week for the finale for season two, episode eight. I don't know how long the episode will be. I guess we'll find out next week. I'm going to watch it pretty much at the same time. But we're going to be doing a podcast. Podcast, sorry. On uh, at some point on Saturday, which will be Saturday the tenth of October, just for a little date reference sort of thing 
so the podcast won't be too much delayed it'll be a day after the episode basically uh so uh, look out for that as well I'll, I'll get robert's thoughts on the season his thoughts on different characters very very curious to see what he thinks of the my two biggest complaints the structure and uh uh deep and a train what he thinks of those uh, we can have a little debate about that a conversation about it and uh see how things go from there so yeah should be uh should be an interesting podcast for next week as well for the uh gosh the season finale already if it, it feels like i did the premiere podcast like five minutes ago so yeah uh but anyway stick around next week for uh for that and then i'm sure we'll be back um with season three has already yeah got renewed edges go didn't it so it's already got a spin-off obviously in the works which is uh interesting that i talked about last week um but in the meantime if you would like to send me your thoughts feelings questions comments concerns about the boys or anything related to entertainment talk your thoughts on the spin-off stuff uh, spin-off news, the uh, the young soups thing that they're, I think it's college kids, I can't quite remember at the moment, uh, but the the college sort of, um, the young characters are going to be doing for the spin-off, uh, but if you want to let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, concerns about that, the boys, or anything related to Entertainment Talk, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes, so get involved, let us know what you think as well, and uh, if you want to, prep some uh, questions next week for Robert, if you've got any specific questions for him as well, So because uh, he's going to be joining me next week. Uh, but thank you all very much for listening, uh, you can find everything that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org, uh, if you'd like to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, that would be great as well. You can check us out on Patreon, the $1 and $3 level tiers, for instant, ad-free podcast and review options. Amazon affiliate link, there's a lot of mentions of Amazon in the show, uh, in this podcast. Uh, but if you are going to be shopping on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please of course rate, review and subscribe to those. You can, also, you can of course search for... Uh, the Boys or the Diabolical 7 or Entertainment Talk on iTunes and podcast services. Uh, to get subscribed, please also rate and review as well. Um, word of mouth, uh, sorry, iTunes feeds, yeah, rate, review, subscribe to those, search for those as well. You can also find Geek Town run by David, of course, on iTunes. If you search for Geek Town, uh, you don't need to search for Geek Town Radio, but you can find the new episodes of Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays, either by searching for Geek Town on iTunes and podcast services or by heading over to geektown.co.uk that's for your up to date and reliable TV and film news so check that out as well uh, Bex is streaming daily at the moment over on Twitch if you search for Trista Bytes that is Trista B-Y-T-E-S if you search for that on Twitch you can follow her, subscribe to her check out everything over there she's streaming daily so uh, check out all that as well keep an eye on your emails for uh alerts of when she goes live or whatever the case may be but go and search for her and all that good stuff uh word of mouth you can simply tell people that you know about the itunes feeds and the website and david and bex's stuff as well geek town and tristabytes on twitch um yeah social media you can also search for you can also sorry share our podcast and everything and uh, david and bex's stuff on facebook and twitter and if you can in different facebook groups of course and um Also look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll see you next week for the season finale. Should be interesting. Should be a very interesting one. See you you for that next week. Take care. Goodbye.